Ladies and gentlemen, it is Tuesday night, and you know what that means. It's time once again to change the narrative. It is your NXT narrative for Vengeance Day, February 15th, 2022. And we had ourselves another super show on NXT tonight. Obviously, as I mentioned, Vengeance Day. We had uh, titles on the line tonight. We had a weaponized steel cage match. All in all, a really, really, really good episode of NXT. So to kick things off tonight, we kicked off things in style with that weaponized cage match that I mentioned. It was Pete Dunne taking on Tony D'Angelo. Fantastic physical match to kick things off. Many near falls. I actually, part of me actually thought Tony was going to take this. But in the end, Pete Dunne uses a crowbar doing his bitter end to get the win to finish off this feud. Pete Dunne walks away with the victory. Now, this won't be the last time we see Pete Dunne, but I'll get to that momentarily. We then moved on to our first title match of the night. It was the battle for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships as Toxic Attraction defended the titles against Indy Hartwell and Persia Peralta. And another fantastic match here. Mandy trying to get herself involved to help out her teammates and she ends up getting ejected from this match. However, it does not cost Toxic Attraction as they are able to retain their titles and things are looking good for Toxic Attraction. Mandy wins her title match last week. Toxic Attraction continues to hold on this week, so things are still looking strong. After that... Uh, we go to the back and we see Wendy Chu and Amari Miller. And Amari, unfortunately, uh, has to decline Wendy's invitation to join her for the Dusty Classic as she already said yes to somebody else. So as as Wendy is like, oh, no, it's fine. You go ahead. You know, good luck to you, et cetera, et cetera. And as Amari walks away, <laughs> Wendy just looks at her, sticks her, her tongue out, puts her thumb down. She's like... <laughs> Like, all right, I, I get it. <laughs> but as she does so, she turns to her left and notices Dakota Kai sitting on top of one of the boxes that is back that are back there. And she walks over to Dakota and says, hey, do you want a team for the Dusty Cup? It'll be fun. And Dakota's. Clearly in the middle of a conversation when somebody who is not there. <laughs> so Dakota's officially lost it. It's unfortunate, but I kind of feeling that whatever was going on with Raquel would send her over the edge. And apparently she is there. <laughs> but she doesn't give Wendy an answer. And she continues to have her conversation with her imaginary or... I, I, somebody or something, I don't know, but we'll, we'll, we'll move on to that, you know, for next week or weekend after that. We'll see. After that, we meet up with our boys, uh, Jensen and Briggs in the bar, and they're talking about, uh, Jensen's date (laughs) with, uh, Caden Carter. 
for Valentine's Day. And, well, it seems here that our boy Brooks Jensen has been placed in the dreaded friend zone. They even tried to have a conversation with the bar with the bartender asking for her opinion. And she's like, well, it sounds like you have yourself a, a friend. It's, it's, a, it's a good and bad thing. And Jensen's like, wait a friend and bartender's like yeah and he's <laughs> obviously completely aloof for this whole thing and it's hilarious and it's yeah so <laughs> it's it's comical yet intriguing to me this whole well actually anytime they do it like sometimes any type of love interest storyline in wrestling uh, most of the time they never go well. So we'll see how this one goes. Um, should be interesting. I, I, I do like the fact that it does keep all four of them on television. They are good, good wrestlers, all four of them. So, hey, if this is how they have to be on TV for now, whatever. We'll take it. We'll see. We'll, we'll let it play out. We'll see how this goes, right? <laughs> After that. Grayson Waller at it again, trying to get our boy L.A. Knight arrested for, quote-unquote, breaking the terms of the restraining order. But L.A. Knight gets the better of him, lets him know that on page two of the restraining order, it states that while L.A. Knight is not able to touch Grayson Waller, Grayson Waller, too, is not supposed to be able to touch Elliot Knight. Now, the reason I mentioned that is because Grayson showed all this footage about how Elliot Knight had been attacking him, and while he brought cops down to, to arrest Elliot Knight, Elliot Knight said, oh, all right, well, uh, he's like, I may not be a lawyer, but, you know, I got myself some evidence as well, and when he plays it, it shows from a couple of weeks ago, Grayson did that ridiculous dive over the t over the barricade and delivered his stunner, um, causing LA Knight to lose, you know, his match. And, of course, in doing so, breaks the binding contract of the restraining order. And, well, it looks like Waller has no leg to stand on. So next week, we're going to have ourselves a match between LA Knight and Grayson Waller to settle this whole thing. We then moved on to probably, for me, one of my favorite matches um, of the week. Carmelo Hayes defending the North American Championship against Cameron Grimes. Now, there were multiple times in this match where I thought either one of these two guys were going to take this match. Trick started getting involved, and I was a little worried because I was thinking, oh, God, maybe this might be a moment where Trick does something stupid by accident, and it costs Mello, but that didn't pan out. Um, near fall after near fall after near fall, and uh, Carmelo finally gets that um, Harlem hangover leg drop uh, onto Cameron Grimes and gets the pin and retains his title. So, so far, the champs are two for two for the night. Uh, a fantastic match. 
So definitely looking forward to seeing what's next for both of these guys. And we will get the answer to one of them before this night is over. After that, it was the finals to the Dusty Classic as MSK took on the Creed Brothers and another fantastic match. And your winners of the 2022 Dusty Classic are the Creed Brothers from Diamond Mind. So now they will get themselves a shot at the NXT Tag Team Championships and they will be challenging Imperium most likely at Stand and Deliver during WrestleMania weekend. Hey, it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios' premier wrestling podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Now, after that, we got something a little interesting. Imperium showed up in the ring and Gunther was making his proclamation that while uh, Eichner and Fabian have done or Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel, sorry, just saying names now, um, while they have brought honor back to Imperium, it is now time for Gunther to do the same. And now he's going to be watching who will be winning between Braun, Breaker, and uh, Santos Escobar with a high amount of interest. So now, if Gunther's has his eye on things, this could get interesting. But before that happens, Solo Sequoia comes out to the ring. And of course, this makes the whole crowd start chanting Uso. And he goes, listen. I don't give a shit about that mat because as we know, Imperium goes all to us. The mat is sacred. He's like, I don't care. He's like, what I do in the streets, I find the biggest person and I slap the taste out of their mouth. And I'm just like, all right, I see you. I see. (laughs) Okay. I see you. So it looks like we're going to get solo versus Gunther. Oh my, this could be heavy hitting. This could make, Solo Sequoia. I mean, right now, obviously, he's still, you know, an up and comer. We all know how good Gunther is. <sighs> Could be a lot of fun to watch, and I'm very excited for it. So then, after that, we moved on to the main event, which was for the NXT Championship. Santos Escobar with the rest of Legado de Fantasma taking on Braun Breaker. Commercial free, I might add, which was also a nice, nice little piece. But before the match started, we got that moment that I was talking about. We have Trick and Carmelo in the back talking about the win. And as they're walking by the trainer's office, Pete Dunn comes out. And Pete goes, hey, 
congratulations on uh, retaining your title. Uh, enjoy being your North American champion for now. So I'm like, oh, there it is. Be done. Next in line, the challenge for the North American championship. Yes, please. I want it all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We then go into the match itself. And clearly, strength is on Braun Breaker's side. Santos trying everything he possibly can to outpower Braun, and that just obviously didn't work. So he then shifted gears to try to use his speed to his advantage, which did seem to work from time to time. Then we get a bit of a surprise with Dolph Ziggler showing up. Um, he had an interview earlier tonight talking about how uh, Champa, you know, pretty much needs to realize that Dolph's just going to break into his house, which is NXT, you know, burned down the house. Essentially, he's going to take over. But he tries to get involved during this match. Um, he does super kick Braun at one point, And when the ref wasn't looking, Santos trying to crawl over, but only gets a two count. Dolph tries to get involved once again. But Champa, obviously, now he knows what happened. He went, came out to the ring, started fighting with Dolph, and they went off into you know the backstage areas. Santos tried to once again take over after that happened. And unfortunately, it was not to be. Braun just turned it on and just dominated after that. Did his um, press slam and ended up getting the one, two, three and retained his NXT championship. Big first defense for Braun. But now... Now we wonder who's the next in line. Obviously, Gunther making his his voice heard. Champa and Dolph clearly want to have a shot as well. So we'll see. Maybe a fatal four-way at standard deliver. Maybe a fatal five-way if Sequoia so uh, can get his way in. We'll see. A lot of good things coming. Uh, NXT 2.0 doing a great job once again. Uh, I also noticed that a, a brand new show is being debuted uh, called NXT Level Up. It's actually going to be taped apparently before NXT, uh, and it is now the replacement of 205 Live. Uh, 205 Live has officially been retired, and uh, while it is sad, it's nice to see that I like the uh, the whole concept of Next Level. It's just maybe NXT Light work your way up maybe i guess if you want to compare it to something AEW related probably a dark or a dark elevation it's fine it's going to be a peacock show and it's going to premiere fridays at 10 p.m so basically exactly what 205 live did so that's fine it is what it is we'll see how it goes but that's the show for tonight guys nice quick recap of vengeance day we look forward now to the end of the week as the SmackDown study will come at you quickly. And then the next afternoon at noon Eastern, we live tweet for Elimination Chamber. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm very excited for it. This card looks phenomenal, and it should be a lot of fun. Still debating on what I'm going to do for a show afterwards. It might put out a podcast i might do a live reaction i don't know we'll, we'll see stay tuned guys it's gonna be a lot of fun 
But if you don't already, please follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, and on YouTube as well as Above the Ring. You can find us on basically every podcasting platform that is out there. Uh, if you're listening to one that we're not a part of, let us know. We'll add ourselves to it. That way you can do all your one-stop podcast shopping and add a little bedlam to your day from above the ring. If you want, you can follow me as well as uh, I'm on all platforms, essentially a Scotty J stream. Again, thank you guys for listening. Truly appreciate you as always. Most importantly, though, do me a favor. Don't forget to ship it. Enjoy the bedlam. Have a wonderful evening. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.